Megan, I have been using our sponsor Element, that's L-M-N-T, to boost my hydration for over a month now, and I'm really loving it. I'm just not very good at drinking plain water, and I love the taste when I pop one of these little packets, I like orange or grapefruit, into a big bottle of water. It's kind of fruity and salty, and it just helps me hydrate better overall. Element is a zero-sugar electrolyte drink mix born from the growing body of research that shows the best health outcomes occur with higher sodium levels. Each little pack delivers a significant dose of electrolytes, but minus sugar, artificial colors, and other iffy ingredients. Element's flavors are so unique, like fruity watermelon salt and spicy sweet mango chili. And we're going to set our listeners up with a variety pack so you can find your favorite. Right. You can receive a free Element sample pack containing eight flavors with any drink mix purchase when you purchase through our custom link, drinkelement.com slash momhour. That's D-R-I-N-K-L-M-N-T slash momhour. This offer is available exclusively through our partnership and is available for both new and returning customers. And if you're an Element Insider, you'll have first access to Element Sparkling, a bold can of sparkling electrolyte water. Again, it's drinklmnt.com slash momhour. Hi, I'm Megan. And I'm Sarah. We're two moms with eight kids between us from preschool to teen. This is the show where we help you feel better about the mom you are and share our own parenting tips and personal stories. We're not experts. We're parents who've been there. We're not perfect. We're real. Welcome to the Mom Hour. Hey, everyone, and welcome to episode 125 of the Mom Hour. I'm Sarah Powers here, as always, with Megan Francis. Hey, Megan. Hey, Sarah. How you doing? I'm good because we're going to talk about the holidays and it's October, which is a uh, little... <laughs> which is so up your alley and like it's so right... foreign for me. Like, excited so about this. this is fun. We're going to talk about some things you can do now this fall for an easier December. That's what we're calling this. Um, and if you're a little behind in your podcast listing and it's already closer to the holidays, that's cool too because you can still do these things. So um, we've got to set this up with a funny story. So I texted Megan a while back. We were planning some podcast content. We actually thought we might might do something like this as like a bonus and we decided to do it as a regular podcast episode but when I texted her I said I'm thinking like October 1st and I wrote 10 slash 1 and you wrote back Megan you go you mean 12 1 right not 10 1 (laughs) and I was like nope I mean October 1st that's when I start like really thinking about getting oh. organized for the holidays and you you were so far on the other end of the spectrum you were like you can't possibly mean October <laughs> yeah no it's been a challenge you know as someone who's written for magazines for years and stuff too like the, getting on board their editorial yeah. schedule took a lot of time for me to get used to yeah it. that's like, like Christmas in July practically on magazine it is but schedule. just the idea that then it would even be like in a November yeah issue which actually comes out in October I just right it always I could never orient myself to it so yeah this is well, kind of fun I think even for the not super planners, so this episode comes out on October 24th, which is two months and a day until Christmas, if Christmas is what you celebrate. So I actually think this is great timing to talk about, you know, we all we all want to be organized for the holidays and we've all had those Christmases or those New Year's or those holiday seasons where we left everything to the last minute. And guess what? You survive. So that's another thing I want to say is I don't think there's any moral superiority in being way ahead of the game. I just think it's nice if you can swing it and 
you know, I'm in a place right now where I, I can get organized. I don't right. have a new baby or, you know, something like that going on. So, um, yeah, so you're going to kind of interview me, I think, because you are not thinking about Christmas in October, but I am. Is that how we're yeah. going to do this? <laughs> yeah, that's how we're going to do it. Yep. Megan, the end of the school year and kickoff to summer is a busy time of the year for families, but we can all eat stress-free and hit our wellness goals with ready-to-eat meals from our sponsor, Factor. Factor's delicious meals are never frozen and can be ready to eat in just two minutes. You can pick from a weekly menu of 35 options, including popular choices like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Plus, they have more than 60 add-ons like breakfast, lunch, snacks, and beverages to keep you fueled all day long. So our team was comparing notes recently on our favorite factor meals, and Katie loved the herb-crusted chicken with mashed cauliflower and toasted almond green beans. I loved that one, too. And get this, so did her little boy, Charlie. She heated it up for lunch one day, and Charlie, who's three, ate almost all of the green beans. I mean, that's quite an endorsement, right? I was going to say, what a parenting win. (laughs) And I get it, Charlie. Those green beans are crazy good. And if you really want to treat yourself, they even have meals with filet mignon, shrimp, truffle butter, broccolini, and asparagus. Listeners, head to factormeals.com slash momhour50 and use code momhour50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box. That's code momhour5050 at factormeals.com slash momhour50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is active. Okay, Megan. Well, over here at the Mom Hour, we are big fans of our sponsor, Our Place. In fact, you, me, and our team member, Katie, were all comparing notes on our favorite product. Katie was telling us that even though she's packing up to move her family to a new house, she cannot put that mini perfect pot from Our Place into the boxes yet because she's using it like every night. Well, as someone who also has a perfect pot, I got mine as part of their mini home cook duo set. I get it. It's nonstick, which is key, but it also has all these handy features like a steam release lid with a built-in strainer and this nice beechwood spoon that nests on the handle in this perfect little peg. Okay, well, I didn't get this pot, but now I want it. That sounds so great. Our Place's cookware is great to cook with, beautiful to look at, and healthier for us as well. All of Our Place's products are made without PFAS, also known as Forever Chemicals. In addition to their cookware and tableware, Our Place is also making waves with their Wonder Oven, the most stylish all-in-one air fryer and toaster oven. Again, free from the Forever Chemicals found in many of those air fryers. Listeners, Our Place offers a 100-day trial with free shipping and returns, and we've got a great deal for you. Go to fromourplace.com and enter the code MOMHOUR at checkout to receive 10% off site-wide. That's fromourplace.com, code MOMHOUR. So Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you several months (laughs) in advance. All right, before I dive into this, I have to say that after you, uh, you know, you and I were voxing yesterday or the day before about this topic, and at first I was a little skeptical, and then I thought about it, and I realized, like, even though I'm not planning just yet. I am thinking about the holidays. So I always want to make it clear that even if you are a more type B like me, whatever that means, um, and aren't in full on active planning mode, I bet you're thinking about the holidays more than you think you are. And that was what I realized. Like I had just actually had a conversation with John the other day, um, the kid's dad about like how our schedule, our holiday schedule is going to look. I had already started talking with Jenna about our yearly nutcracker trip. Like Mm -hmm. I haven't started shopping yet, but I definitely started thinking about my budget. Like there's all these things that I'm already actively thinking about without 
I guess, like realizing I'm thinking about it. And so... I think that's actually that's actually a great point, because I think what I hope to bring across is that there's little things you can do little by little in October, in November to make December a little less stressful. Like, that's kind of my point is you're right. We are all starting to think about it. So it's right. not a big leap to then do a few things that then just relieve the load in December. Yeah. Okay. So I guess I'm just going to be asking you some questions yeah. because I want to hear what those things are because I know for myself, um, while winging it works for me most of the time, every single year, there's at least one thing I wish I had thought about and planned ahead of time because I never got to it. And the next thing you know, it's like December, like for me, for example, this is like a silly little one, but I feel like uh, Thanksgiving always butts right up against the end of the month. Mm -hmm. And for some reason, I'm always like two days late with my advent calendar. I don't know why. Oh, I know yeah. the beginning of the month is coming. It's not right. a big deal to be a couple days late. I've been right. weeks late before. I've brought out an advent calendar once, <laughs> like five days before Christmas and just let the kids eat all the candy out of it like on the 20th. <laughs> but like, I would really prefer to be, you know, yeah. on time with that. So um, I, I'm very appreciative of your advice yeah. and I'm very receptive to your advice, awesome. Sarah. I just want to say that going in. So should we talk about calendar planning yeah. first? Like getting all that stuff, you know, the parties and travel and like what's happening when, like, and things like getting your tree or if you want to do something fun, like, I don't know, like go sing to people in a nursing home yeah. or something. Like start looking at that stuff. So tell yeah. us how you do that. So, so this is definitely how I start because if you think about December, there's usually like three full weekends before Christmas, if Christmas yeah. is what you're celebrating. Um, so I print a month view of my Google calendar just to not because everything's on there yet, but just to have a visual um, or, you know, if you have a, hang, a wall calendar, just to be able to see where those weekends are, because I feel like the weekends are limited. Um, and then I try to think of the things that I know are already happening. Like you said, you have a nutcracker trip. Um, so there's probably things that are already scheduled. I think Brian's work party already has a date. So I would make sure that got on there. Um, we do a little caroling around our neighborhood every year, and I host that, or I, I sort of organize it. Um, and that's usually on a Sunday night. So again, once you actually look at the physical December calendar, things fall into place faster than you think. Because let's right. say Brian's work party is on Saturday the 17th. I don't even know if that's a Saturday right now, but I'm probably not <laughs> going to do the neighborhood caroling party on Sunday the 18th. It would be just a little bit too much for my kids because then we've got sitters and then we're planning. And so like those types of things, when I visually look at the calendar, those things just kind of make sense to me. And, and like getting a tree, like we like to get our tree, you know, not the very, very beginning of December because it dries out, but maybe the first week and we can do yeah. that on a weeknight but I know we've got taekwondo two nights a week so right. like when you when you really start to look at it there's there's not as many options to do things as you think and I don't mean that in like a fear-mongering we're all so over scheduled I mean there's just really not that many right. days in December yes um yep. so that was that's what I would do first is sort of plug in the things that you know are happening or that you know need to happen the the really big ones um travel is another one if you travel um when your kids school vacations sort of just so you have like a just a map. And I, I use a printout of Google Calendar because a lot of things are in there because they're in my Google Calendar. And then I just physically with a pen kind of mark it all up all over the place. And then I might sit down with Brian and kind of, he's like you, he'd be like, why are you talking to me about Christmas? <laughs> Yesterday morning, he goes, he goes, so do you think we should talk about, and he kind of trailed off and I go, Christmas? And he's like, no, <laughs> no, no, that's, that's not what I mean. <laughs> um, so that's, that's one thing. The next thing I was going to say is um, things that ended up 
fun last year that maybe you didn't plan on, but it just happened and it was super fun. So you got invited to something or you checked out a new, um, we went to an art festival that's only happens in the summer and at Christmas here. And it's super fun. And it was kind of spontaneous last year, but I want to make sure it happens again this year. So that would be like the next things I would plug in were things that either you did that you were like, oh, I'd like to make that a tradition. I'd like to do that again. Or that you might have missed because that happens too. Like you just didn't make it somewhere. And if you were bummed about it. So that's like a little mind exercise, I think. Just go back to last December, even pull up your calendar maybe from last December, if that would help, and kind of see what you want to repeat and also what you don't. Because you and I have talked a lot on this show about how you don't have to do the same holiday traditions every year just because you do them. So I would maybe spend as much time crossing things off that you don't want to do again um, as as adding things on that you do. So that's just a couple... Um, I love that. And and I think that you're so right. There aren't that many weekends. I, I think I always get lulled into this idea because I don't like to start, like, celebrating Christmas. Me neither. Me until neither. Until after, like, basically till December. Like, yeah. I like I really like to wait till after January or um, Thanksgiving, although I've given myself some flexibility because I always spend Thanksgiving weekend away at my sister's. Uh-huh. So that means most of the time, like, I'm st- I breathe like, like December's breathing down my neck. Right. <laughs> and so, so now I've kind of given myself a little bit of leeway to start a little earlier. But like this year, the kids and I are in um, a production of Miracle on 34th Street, which is going to take up the first two weekends of December. Right. So looking at this now, I'm like, whoa, I yeah. mean, when am I even going to do these things? If I don't start yeah. thinking about a lot of this now, and now I have like a job at an office where I'll yeah. probably have an office party. I hadn't even thought about that because that's never been, yeah. you know, a thing for me. So yeah, I think that there's, there are, it's like putting the big rocks in first. Yes, you know, there's exactly. That, there's the, exactly. The <laughs> jar, put the rocks the, in. Yeah, put the big rocks in the jar and then fill in with the little rocks. And, and I, oh, go ahead. No, I was going to say, you bring up a good point, which is I don't really like to celebrate any earlier than you do either, but you might find there are things that happen in, that normally happen in December that you could do earlier to leave room because your weekends are going to be full. Do you know what I mean? So it's like that big sort of like the balancing scales. What do you call those? The scales. So that you might do more shopping ahead of time, for example, because you're not going to be able to shop in December. And I sometimes leave my shopping till the last minute. Because I can, because Amazon is quick and whatever. So I think, yeah, looking at it. Yeah. Yeah. I have to say, like, I actually really enjoy shopping in December. Like, I really like Mm -hmm. um, having that be part of the experience wrapping. Like, I don't really, I don't think I would enjoy getting all that stuff done way in advance. Um, But things that I would enjoy getting done in advance would be things like figuring out charitable giving. I always feel like that's something that ends up getting kind of pushed off and then, it's like, oh, shoot, you know, I didn't get around to that. I could definitely see, you know, this year um, I've thought about maybe making some new ornaments. Um, I'm also in a transitional time of yeah. life. So my family structure has changed a lot in the last year. And so I'm trying to look at this as an opportunity to yeah. have new traditions. And if I'm going to do anything new, like literally anything new, I have to get on it because yeah. I will forget. I'll just get caught up in the same Christmas routine I've done for the last 20 years of having kids and I will just do that. Um, so if I'm going to add anything that I haven't done before, it would be much better for me to be doing it in November than trying to fit it someplace in December. I just don't see how that's going to happen. Yeah, no, I totally, Um, I totally agree. So Um, what are some things that, you know, you usually do at the last minute that, or maybe are tempted to mm -hmm. do at the last minute and are easier to do in advance. Well, so this is one of my goals for this year because I just because I'm a planner doesn't mean I always execute on these things. And I always leave teacher gifts and cards to the last minute, yeah. always. And I don't do elaborate teacher gifts at all. I usually do a gift card to Barnes & Noble, like a bookstore, or maybe a Starbucks. And then I try to write a handwritten 
note. But somehow the last day of school before break, you know how there's always a million performances and projects yeah. and and everything else that normally happens like on a school week because the kids are still in school. And so I can't tell you how many years I've been sort of grumpy about writing this teacher a handwritten heartfelt <laughs> like note the like, night before like bah humbug, break or like starts, on yes. the, in the car on the way. So yes. that was one thing I've actually thought about this before and not done it. But spending Thanksgiving weekend since we're, you know, feeling gratitude anyway. Um, and Thanksgiving after the meal tends to be a pretty slow weekend. Um, I thought that that would be a really nice time to write some handwritten cards. Um, my yeah. The sentiments about my kids' teachers are not going to change from November 27th to December 18th. So there's no there's no reason. I mean, I might not be feeling particularly Christmassy yet, but right. um, getting those Barnes & Noble gift cards, a nice card, and handwriting a note. You know, I have three kids, and they have one to two teachers each. It takes a little bit of time, and that's the time that I never seem to set aside in December. So that's one I want to do. And again, I would probably put that on the calendar, just to put a reminder on my calendar for maybe it's, you know, the Saturday of Thanksgiving weekend or something like that. Um, yeah. Another one that I have talked about on the podcast is we've started having our kids go shopping for each other, which is a really sweet tradition. Yes. And I just give them like 20 bucks and we, I take them to Walgreens or something. But that has habitually been very last minute. That's another thing that there's no reason that can't happen ahead of uh, you know ahead of schedule and maybe it's still December but maybe I put it on the calendar for December 5th instead of yes. I think last year I took them in shifts on like the 23rd and I just kept leaving my parents house and going to the drugstore and then come back <laughs> and get the next kid it was like it yeah. really was silly so that's yeah. another thing I think that you could do is think back to last year and think about what felt stressful and that's a great opportunity to either eliminate it or do something different so that it doesn't feel stressful, right? The well, definition yeah. of insanity, doing the yes. same thing so every year. Expecting a different result. Yeah. Well, and even if like, say, okay, so, you know, I live in Mayberry and downtown we have like, you know, during the Christmas holiday, there are lights and it's pretty and there's music piped in and it's all adorable. And I really like being down there with the kids like the last week, um, like the last week or so before Christmas. But just because even if I wanted to put off, say something like the kids shopping for each other until that week, there's always something else that mm -hmm. I could bump off the list to get it out of the way. Right. To yes. make that possible. So like for me, it might be something like a deadline that I have to meet or, you know, something like um, making sure if I'm going to do it right after school that I get the time off of work. I mean, that's right. something also like exactly. if I want to leave work early that day so that I can grab the kids at four instead of going down there at seven when everybody's down yeah. there. <laughs> you know, that's something I have to start thinking about pretty soon. And so maybe it's, the yeah, exactly. Maybe it's something to do with how you plan your meals or how you like arrange your babysitting schedule. Babysitters, I didn't even bring up, but that's another one that if you have little kids and you've got like um, office work parties to go to, I feel like there are like one or two nights that all the parties are on and all the sitters get booked. So, yep. you know, like just, just looking at the calendar and then sort of working backwards, putting in the rocks, like we said, and working backwards to just what little things can you take care of? And if it's not now, I'm not going to text my babysitter on October 15th about a, a holiday party. <laughs> she would be like, lady, <laughs> but, so. um, but I might put a note in my calendar for November 15th because all of a sudden that's only four weeks away from the party and you better be thinking about it instead of leaving it till the week of. So I think, yep. yeah, I don't even think you have to be a crazy calendar person like me to, to just take a look at December as we close out October. And, you know, I feel like some of it just, it, it'll just come to you because you'll be kind of remembering last year and looking ahead, like you said, with your nutcracker trip. And yeah. a lot of it just falls into place with, with 
little minimal effort. So um, yeah. the very, last very thing, true. the last thing I was going to mention on calendars is um, anything that has to be tied to a specific date. So I mentioned teacher gifts. Those pretty much have to be given on the last or second to last day of school before break for the most part. Sometimes I struggle with those things or like I like to give a little bonus to the lady who does my hair or the lady who cleans my house. Those are, those tied. are so easy to forget because you, know, you see them so infrequently. Right. And and like for the house cleaner, she might come on like the last week of November and I might not see her again till after Christmas. So yeah. that's another place I'd put just a big star of some kind in my calendar, because if you miss it, then it's a big hassle to you know yeah this is why several years in a row i've had to run after like the um garbage <laughs> yes. the garbage guys like yeah. running down this alley because i realized while i'm standing in my kitchen watching them thinking oh shoot they only come every tuesday so yeah. christmas is on you know yeah. thursday or whatever i'm not going to see them again until after the holiday so yeah yeah it it is definitely something that um those things will slip if you don't plan for them they totally will so because they're they're relatively low um like they don't require a ton of work and so the uh, the bigger things that consume us for the holidays are just going to push it to the side so yeah a little pop-up calendar reminder and like i said i think what i'm going to do is write all of the kind of thank you holiday notes handwritten notes um like thanksgiving weekend this year and just keep them in by my desk and so they're right there so i don't have to do much except give them in december so very smart Okay, Megan, like many of our listeners, I'm sure I've been doing some spring cleaning in my closet lately, and it always feels so good to get rid of clothes I'm not wearing, things that don't fit or that aren't my style anymore. But you know what I realized? All of my Vionic shoes are always in the keep pile. They just tick all the boxes. They're cute, comfy, high quality. They last forever. And I love growing my Vionic collection, especially with the latest styles from their Vionic Vitals collection. The Vionic Vitals collection offers daily wear styles designed for elegance, comfort, and versatility. We both love the Uptown Loafer, which collapses flat, so it's perfect for travel. The Chardonnay Heeled Sandal, which I know you love, Sarah. The Walk 23 Classic Sneaker, which our team member Katie gets compliments on all the time. And the Willa Slip-On Flat, one of my favorites, which comes in 12 colors for any outfit. Yeah, I need to uh, get the Willa Slip-On Flat. That's next on my list. Well, listeners, if you're ready to try the shoes we're always raving about, use code THEMOMHOUR15 at checkout for 15% off your entire order at bionicshoes.com when you log into your account. That's one-time use only. Bionic Shoes, wearable well-being for your feet. Sarah, our sponsor, Haya Health, makes a kid's daily multivitamin that parents can feel great about giving their kids because they have no added sugars or dyes. And our kids who have tried Haya Vitamins have loved them which is important, right? Because what good is a bottle of vitamins that your kid won't take? Haya was founded by two dads who didn't like the ingredients label on some of the popular children's vitamins they were seeing on store shelves. So they got to work developing a formula that would help fill the most common nutrient gaps in modern kids' diets. Haya's chewable kids vitamin is made with a blend of 12 organic fruits and vegetables and then supercharged with 15 essential vitamins and minerals. They're also vegan, dairy-free, allergy-free, gelatin-free, and nut-free. Haya manufactures their vitamins right here in the USA with globally sourced ingredients, and then they ship their chewable vitamins directly to your door on a pediatrician-recommended schedule. We've worked out a special deal with Haya for their best-selling children's vitamin. You're going to get 50% off your first order. To claim this deal, go to HayaHealth.com slash MomHour. This deal is not available on their regular website. Go to H-I-Y-A-H-E-A-L-T-H.com slash MomHour and get your kids the full-body nourishment they need to grow into healthy adults. All right. 
Back to Christmas and holidays. Here we go. Here we go. Ding dong, ding dong. Yeah. Okay, so <laughs> let's talk about gifts because even though we all like to say that Christmas isn't all about gifts, yeah. I do feel like that's where we end up stressing. We spend the most money. Mm-hmm. We spend probably the most time and it yeah. can be pretty stressful. So how do you Sherpa me through yeah. <laughs> the way that you plan that well, to make it less... I don't know, less last minute, less stressful, less expensive because yeah, you don't want to miss out. Mm-hmm. You don't want to miss out on good deals. And I yeah. don't want to be someone who obsessively, you know, shops for deals, but right. I also don't want to be someone who misses out on them. Right. Yeah, that's a really good that's a really good point. So this has evolved for me, but I have to say that one I have two wonderful mothers in law, because Brian has a mom and a stepmom. We're close to them both. One of my mothers in law is very ahead of the game during the holidays and used to come to me asking for Christmas list ideas, no joke around Halloween. So maybe (laughs) some of this happened that way. And what happens is my kids have three sets of grandparents and, um, they all want to buy gifts for them because my kids were the first grandparents. And what would happen is I would sort of be giving out these gift ideas for the kids. And you guys with little kids know how this is. Like your kid, when your kids are two and four, they're barely making their own gift list yet. So it really does fall to you. And, you know, you go through as a mom, you go through, okay, what do they need? What do they want? What, what do I sort of want and need for the family in terms of toys and games? And I used to put a fair amount of time in giving the gift ideas to the various in-laws and my parents and then it would be like December 10th and all the the kid you know the gifts would start arriving and I realized I had not planned to give any gifts to my kids Santa had done no planning or prepping um and I really hadn't put that much thought into anybody else so um so I guess all that to say is I try to kind of make a skeleton list of everybody we're buying for and then also the folks who want gift ideas for my kids because that is it's interrelated because I'm thinking right. about what other people are going to get them and then what is left over for us to get them etc. Right. So um I used to use uh, like a Google Sheets like an Excel spreadsheet and I've really mm-hmm. kind of gone back to a good old fashioned list. I have like a open page in my notebook that um and I think this is a good idea to have somewhere where you can write down any gift ideas I think Mm. templates and um like spreadsheets and stuff can be really useful once you have a handle on things once you're actually budgeting and kind of crossing things off the list but I find sometimes I forget stuff if it's in that if it's that structured and that organized then I'm going to forget yeah the garbage you know the garbage man or the hairdresser (laughs) so I have to kind of have like a like a big open piece of paper where I can just start writing down ideas. Sometimes I think of a gift and I don't actually know who I want to give it to yet. I just think it's really cool. It's something, it's a subscription I've seen somewhere or something that I know would be cool for somebody. Yeah. So I think having a place to write down any and all ideas is a good start. Um, make Sit down one time and make a list of all those kind of funny extras, like the white elephant exchange that always happens at the office. Or like if you get your boss a gift or, you know, if you like to bring a bottle of wine to your husband's, yeah. you know, holiday party. Those are things that I think don't get included when you think of traditional gift planning. And if you can write it all down in one place, you don't have to shop for it all at once, but having it, just having it all out there, kind of like the calendar, I think is a good place to start. I don't know. Yeah, I totally agree. And you know, I, I, I feel like I've been one thing I've been really bad about in the past, especially when it's not my kids. I feel like I pay very close attention to what I'm getting my kids and like Uh I listen to what they say and I write it down and they ask really specifically for stuff. Yeah. But if you're shopping for your spouse or a family member or a friend or a coworker, they'll always say things that you like, if you're paying attention can pick up on and be like, Oh, that would be a great gift. The problem is if you don't write it down, you will forget Mm -hmm. the brand name of the thing 
they said they needed this mm-hmm. accessory for. Mm-hmm. You will forget. Like, there's just no way your brain can retain that much yeah. information. And I remember having conversations where someone would mention, like, God, I really want, you know, I have this uh, this really specific, say, DVD player. This is totally <laughs> not, this is not the example because... <laughs> I don't know anything about DVD players, but whatever. Say they pretend like they said that they wanted, like they wanted an accessory for it, and I'd be thinking, I'll never forget this, right? And then, yeah, you do. Guess what? And there's I something forget. about something about like the all the sparkly shiny objects at the holidays, especially if you are physically in the Target or in the mall. But even if you're not, just it is like it erases all those thoughtful gifts you yes. ever thought you'd get. Like yeah. I always have these aspirations of shopping from like small Etsy sellers and stuff. And then like, you know, Cyber Monday happens and I just like put a bunch of stuff in my Amazon cart. I'm like, where, where's yep. the, where's the happy medium? Like I, there's not nothing against shopping Cyber Monday on Amazon, but it's also awesome to shop local and to shop handmade. And sometimes it's like once the, um, like onslaught of holiday marketing starts happening, your yes. brain, your brain like kind of glazes over because there's a lot of science behind that marketing. So if we're talking about what to do in October to alleviate December stress, I think now's a great time to think about, like you said, think about those little thoughtful gifts. Think about, um, the kind of obscure, you know, getting a little piece of art for somebody or a piece of jewelry from an Etsy seller. Now I feel like is a great time to do that because while they might have sales and deals on Black Friday and Cyber Monday, they're going right. to, they need your business all year round. And I, yep. I find it a little less overwhelming to shop for those more one-off pieces now. Um, and again, it doesn't have to be about doing all your shopping before December, but if you can do 20% of it and if it can be the things that you, you know, you know, that are going to be meaningful, you're not going to change your mind. Now's a great time to kind of do a few of those things. So I guess on another practical tip, I have a place in my house where I keep, I don't do it. I don't do a lot of this. Like I'm not one of those people who picks up gifts throughout the year at all, but I do have a place in my house where I keep gifts that I have that I need to store away. And so if you have a place where you know where those things go, that's a good first step because the worst thing would be to buy something like that and then misplace it, which I can yeah. see, <laughs> which I can see happening. Um, yeah, definitely so, need like a dedicated closet or something. Yeah, a dedicated closet. I think my kids are kind of getting old enough that I think I need to hide a little bit better. They're so yeah. honest. My kids are all super honest, so they, they don't really like want to spoil their surprises they've never been the type to look but i am starting to feel like i I need to be a little better i need to switch up my yeah you just switch up your game a little bit um (laughs) another so here's another thought about um just planning general planning and that is if you exchange gifts with other adults in your extended family like you know brothers sisters in-laws um I have sometimes personally picked like a theme where i decide one year i'm going to get everybody books or i'm going to get everybody um you know a piece of art or I'm going to get everybody something related to cooking and kitchen and just having like, like playing a little game where you narrow things down a little bit for yourself. It, it allows you to shop in one general shopping area and you'd be surprised how you can find things for all different people types within a general category. And I've found that's a really good way to save money and also to keep from getting overwhelmed. So yeah, yeah, um, streamlines the process. Yeah. So that's something else you can kind of think about this time of year. Um, Let's see. When do you do any handmade gifts or anything like that? I mean, is that something that you're no, that you do No. No, but that would be a good thing to do now. (laughs) If you, yeah. Do you, I'm just, yeah, yeah. I don't typically, unless it's part of a theme, like I've had things before, like family, everyone gives someone that's, or something that's been handmade or, right. 
Um, it doesn't mean something that has, it could be a very simple handmade thing. Right. But yeah, definitely that's something that you need to start thinking about. Yeah. And way the, in advance. Way in advance. And then the one I will add to that that I do do is photo gifts. So if you like to make yeah. photo books. Oh, or, yes, I've done that for sure. Um, that's another thing that's great to do now. And here's a little trick. So a lot of the sites have big deals. Shutterfly, Minted, they all have huge sales around, um, you know, Black Friday, Cyber Monday. But I don't know why it took me so long to figure this out. You can have your product made, your photo book made, or your, you know, custom frame designed and in your shopping cart or saved in their platform anytime. And then you can get the deal. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't know why that took me so long to think about. So this year I want to take, Allegra does a lot of art and she's actually pretty good. And so I wanted to make cards, like um, just blank note cards um, out of some of her artwork and and give those to different family members, um, like a little set of stationery. And I thought, well, I can do that anytime. And I, I can still take advantage of the holiday deals, but the work of scanning that artwork in, designing the note card, you yeah. know, fiddling around, that that you can do anytime. And that's the same with if you're making a photo book of the whole year or like a calendar of photos of your kids from the whole year, you could do 80, 90% of that work now and then still order when the promo deals are good. Does that make sense? So Yeah, that makes total sense. And what was the one that we we um was it chat books? Yes, chat books. We love chat books. I, that's yeah, that's the one that pulls from your Instagram yes. account. And mm-hmm. you can either have it pull from your Instagram account if I remember this correctly. You can either have it pull all like on a consistent basis and basically just like make you books. Right. You, yeah. Mm-hmm. Or yeah. you can go through and select the ones you want. And I yeah. used that last year at Christmas time. Um for the kids' grandma, and it was yep. great. Like, really, was a great gift, and I'm, and very, very easy. We should have a list. Maybe uh, I mean, I'm saying this like I'm going to be the one doing it, and it's totally <laughs> going to be Sarah doing it. So I don't want to say that, but I wonder if we could like pull together some of the resources we've used, yeah. in the past. For Absolutely, these because I think that that is something like those kinds of things are definitely things to start thinking about now because they're not, none of these things are like big in and of themselves. Right. It's just when you add it all with everything else. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I think I sometimes, even though I like to plan, I sometimes fall victim to this like weird logic where I think it's too early to do something. Do you ever do that? Like, like certain, like, like shopping or buying a gift. I think, I think about it. It has nothing to do with not being organized to think about it. And then I think, well, why would I do that? It's only October 24th or whatever. Right. Um, So sometimes you just have to mentally get over that and think how good you'll feel. You know, I always think about like, like you talked about how you really start to get into the spirit after Thanksgiving, after the die down from Thanksgiving and like first week of December, it starts to feel really fun. Well, think how much more fun it can feel if just a few things are already taken care of. Not, you don't have to be done, just, just a few. So I always think that's this time of year is like a fun to kind of challenge yourself. Um, It's also a good time to talk about budget with your spouse or partner. Um, We do set aside, so we have a little side savings account that we divert money to every month for the holidays. And so we just talked about it this weekend and Brian said, well, I'll just move it all over. And that way, if you are going to start shopping, you know, it's the cash is there and it's our, our Christmas budget isn't down to a science, but just because we do set aside a little bit each month, then then it's not a shock to the system. So I don't. Do you, do you have just curious? Yeah. Do you give yourself a, a a Christmas slush fund or like a percentage of 
I've budgeted X, but I really know it's going to be X plus 15%. Like, have you figured that out? No, you know, I think, um, because here's the thing with Christmas spending. I think if you're, if we're being honest, there's so many expenses around the holidays that are not just the gift budget. So what I, what I kind of feel like is I know the number that we've saved throughout the year that we move over in maybe November. And I think in the gifts that I buy, I, I don't, I used to break it down like line item by line item, but I realized that was funny. Like we, we buy from my parents and my brother and sister, but I might spend $18 on one gift and 60 on another. And it's just because they're things that are meaningful to that person. So I'm not going to allocate like $40 per person or something like I used to. Right. But I do try to stick to the overall number, but the problem with that, like you said, with a slush fund or, or things getting like those add on things is those add on things are going to happen every year, whether it's the events like the, the shows and the, the parties and the things, the hostess gifts and all those things. Right. So I guess a really detailed budgeter would also plan for those things. And I really don't. So I guess that's okay. where the slush, <laughs> the that's slush where fund. the, that's where the slush fund is, is, um, all those, all those extras. So I don't, but yeah. it, I, we do find it helpful to, it feels like a little influx of cash to bring over when really it's what we've been putting stashing away. Yeah, exactly. So, um, what about, I'm going to ask you about, are you a big black Friday, cyber Monday? Like, do you get strategic about, I mean, I know you don't go out to the Walmarts. I know, I know you too well, but in terms of Um, online shopping, hmm, no, uh, no, not particularly. I, I feel like I get good deals at the holidays. I've never been upset about how much I've spent on gifts. That's not been a thing for me. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't feel like I get, because I avoid those sales, I don't feel like I, but that's partly because I've, I can't really think of too many times when I've been searching out the one big thing, Mm -hmm. you know, or whatever. So it, it just kind of feels like, I don't know, like, it feels like it hasn't really been a thing. Like, yeah, I don't feel like because I'm not going to get the deal on the big screen TV or the hot new toy of the year that my kids aren't going to get what they want at a reasonable price. Right. Usually what, what we have on our lists aren't those things anyway. Yeah. And the other thing I find is sometimes all the advertising for all that can make you like almost make gift choices that you wouldn't have made anyway. Do you know what I mean? You're like all of a sudden like someone needs an electric razor because it's 80% off. Exactly. And that's, yeah, I just try to avoid that as much as I can to, you know, varying degrees of success but I think sometimes it can be good for inspiration I have looked on Amazon's like Cyber Monday deals just to like kind of see what's out there and think yeah. oh like oh that would make a good gift you know especially if I've been like behind and haven't thought about things to get for various people I don't know the, yeah. men, the men in my life I feel like that's always a little more challenging <laughs> yeah. but yeah I don't make a big plan to purchase um but I do think I think if I was going to do anything it would be those photo books and photo gifts websites because I feel like they have screaming deals on Cyber Monday but if you haven't made your photo book yet then you spend all of Cyber Monday making a photo book right just to get in on the deal and that can be yep that can be a little stressful yep writing ideas for everybody down like sort of free associating ideas um talking it through with my husband the kids are starting their lists and I didn't prompt them they just because you know the catalogs start coming so that's what prompts the kids to start looking at stuff um we've done a whole bunch of episodes about kids and gifts so I'll link those up in the show notes but there's like there's so much to say about how to guide your kids like their wants and their wishes and whether you actually buy that stuff that's a that's a tough one. Um, Don't you feel like we're going to, I feel like we're going to revisit a lot yeah, of that. Yeah, we will. Well. Yeah, we're, yeah, we should revisit some holiday topics as it gets actually closer this year. Right. But my kids are in the full-blown, like, just dreaming phase right now where they're putting insane right. insane things on their 
Christmas lists and making sure I, you know, know where they are. Like there's already these pieces of paper floating around the kitchen, but right. just, it just, this just started this weekend. So maybe, yes, maybe I pass that down along to them. <laughs> um, yeah, but I feel like between calendar planning and a little gift planning, I feel like there's a few things we can do now and maybe make December less stressful. I, don't I know. agree. And I think just like, you know, we talked about early in the show, um, I, definitely have thought of myself as someone who doesn't think about it but really what happens is I do think about it but without having a plan Mm -hmm. a lot of that thought just it gets wasted like it it ends up just being like one more thing swirling around in my brain that doesn't need to be in there so yeah I'm kind of appreciating this like kick in the pants I'm probably not going to go into as much detail as you yeah that's okay but I think I will add a couple of things to my calendar to get figured out sooner rather than later just so I can enjoy the December, the month of December a little bit more. Yeah. And you know, I think this time of year, there's a lot of nice weekends. Don't you find like mid to late October and maybe early November, things are slowing down. The school year's underway. Um, like we have a few weekends now at home. And so those are, those are great weekends to just do a little bit of this planning. Or if you are going to do your handmade gifts or your photo gifts, or just doing one little thing each weekend, um, takes that. Maybe that's it. Like maybe honestly, literally just putting on your to-do list, like one holiday related thing yeah. a week. Yeah. 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 I think that's good. I think you, yep. I think everybody should try it. All right. Well, <laughs> I would too. I would love to hear if there's any other crazy Christmas planners out there. I know there are. Um, but I, I I'm sure people have even more systematic ways they're taking care of this stuff. Mine's not really systematic. It's just I start thinking about it and I start trying to you know, envision what I want December to look like and then work backwards from there. Taking stuff right. off my December plate and putting it onto my late October plate. So, yep. All right. Um, I also wanted to mention that last Friday life listened launched a new show called crunchy cocktail hour. So we told you guys about this a couple weeks ago because they released a fun little teaser that was available to download and subscribe to, but now their first real episode is out and it's called no one will eat with us. And it's about having, (laughs) it's about having either elective or mandatory dietary restrictions. So, you know, everything from allergies to, you know, chosen dietary restrictions um, and how to navigate that when you're eating out and eating at friends' houses. And they're so fun and funny, Larissa and Allison. So go give that show a try. It's anywhere you want to, f- anywhere you get your podcast. It's called Crunchy Cocktail Hour. And um, yeah, as we, as this episode is released, it was, uh, it aired last Friday. So it's there for you. So wow, go yeah. take a listen. All right, everybody, we will be back next week. Thanks for listening. Guess what, Megan? Over 10,000 teens are already using our sponsor, Erica, to help them unplug. That is amazing. Erica, that's Erica with a K, is the social media health app for teens that gives them the tools to unplug whenever they need to for improved health, study focus, sleep, and daily balance. It's so cool how this works to hide distracting apps from your phone at the touch of a button, keeping them out of sight and out of mind without deleting your data. Yeah, you know, teens really get that social media comes with risks, including addiction, and Erica helps them build healthy habits and self-regulation that will benefit them their whole lives. Tell your teens about Erica and save 20% on the Erica family plan with promo code THEMOMHOUR. Go to erica.app and search for plans. That's Erica with a K, E-R-I-K-A dot A-P-P and use code THEMOMHOUR to save 20%. The Mom Hour is brought to you by partners like Chatbooks. 
Chatbooks makes it beyond easy to create beautiful photo books by importing your digital photos from anywhere, Instagram, Facebook, Google Photos, or directly from your phone. The books come in a variety of sizes with beautiful cover options and binding styles to choose from, and they start at just $15. Plus, we have a great deal just for our listeners. Use code THEMOMHOUR20 to save 20% off your purchase. Just download the Chatbooks app and use code THEMOMHOUR20 to save 20%. 